You have your whole life ahead of you. You have your whole life ahead of you. You want to do this. Are you serious? You don't want to be a doctor? You don't want to be a, a lawyer? What? You don't want to be... You don't want to be what your grandfather did? You don't want to get in the family business? You don't want to do that? Are you serious? Marcus, after all the time we've raised you, the, all the time we've raised you, now you want to tell us this. You want to tell us that you want to go pursue this thing and you don't want to listen to us. Are you serious? We, we don't support this. I don't support this. You need to focus on your education. You need to focus on your grades. You need to focus on making sure that you are not homeless on the street by the time you're age 30. We're not going to support you, Marcus. You have to make your own money. You have to support yourself. You have to be able to stand on your own two feet. And if you make a decision like this, and if you do things like this, you could very well take the risk. But it's not going to work out. We want you to be safe. We want you to be secure. And we want you to be able to be financially independent. We want you to be able to make your own money and make your own decisions, make your own choices. But you want to do this. You want to you want to be like one of these guys on, on TV or you want to you want to play soccer or, or football on the weekends. You should be studying. You should be studying. You should be doing what the other kids do. What are you doing? What are you doing? You need to be what I do. You need to do what your grandfather does. Do not disrespect his family. Do not. Otherwise, you're going to be homeless. Does that sound like your parents? Have you ever had that conversation? Ever? Have you ever had that sort of conversation? <laughs> What's up, Abba? Have you had that conversation? I want to know. Yes or no's? Yes or no's? Yes or no's? Every day, Isaac says every day. Uh, Sheik says every day too. African dad said this today. <laughs> I understand. Abhin, Indian. Every day. Every day. Mud says, I love this. Probably because it's happened before. Valid says, I'm approving wrong. What what are says exactly sounded like my parents? Yeah. What I just said, guys. I've had similar similar conversations uh, with my own, own parents, especially my especially my my mom. My mom's uh my mom's Asian, so you know Asian parents, guys, right? You know, father. When you come from like a bit of a more American background, or like Australian or Canadian, or like a bit more Western background. A little bit different so maybe a lot of you guys what i'm saying is is not what your parents actually say but for many different cultures in this world you either got the side that says no you're going to become a doctor in a uh, lawyer you're going to become you're going to make a lot of money you're going to work in a bank or you have the other parents that say oh nick you're going to go and chase your dreams we're supporting you we're supporting you we're supporting you you are the best we're supporting you, little one. You're going to be the best player. But then if the, if the Indian parent is to hear this or the Asian parent is to hear this 
Western parents saying, we're going to support you with your dreams. Most, most, many of the Asian parents said, no, you're crazy. So we have very different cultures, which support very different, different uh, ambitions and goals. Um, but, and I'm just reading some of the, the comments here. My parents give me the choice and they respect my choice and I'm happy with that. And Pavel, that's great. You have very supportive parents. Amazing. Isaac, Nigerian parents hate the dreams of children. He says, Hadi says, my parents support me to become a footballer. <laughs> Tashar says, my mom sounded like that. <laughs> Zubar says, okay, cool. So listen, we're, we're, we're divided. We're divided on this one. And, and it's just how it works with families. So what do you do in the case when your parents don't support you in your dreams and your ambitions? What do you do? What do you do? What do you do? Well, first of all, that's what we're going to be talking about today, by the way, in the 21 days of dedication. Today is day 14 officially. So welcome and welcome back, everyone who's on continuing their streak. Good to see you, everybody. I see all the names. I see the ones that come back. So, so well done, guys. Um, now, I guys, I, me personally, let, let's start off with this. Uh, me personally, when uh, when I was younger, um, I, I went to I had the I had the privilege, guys, of going to a private a, a public school, and I had the privilege of also going to a public a public school. Sorry, public school and a private school. I went if, I went most of my life to to a public school, and then the last few years I went to like a private school. So I had like I had the the privilege of, of seeing both. Um, in the public school, you have like all different races, all different like uh, education levels, all different like people in different backgrounds. When I went to that private school, um, I was, there was like, everyone was very serious about their education. Everyone was very serious about getting to university. So, so me personally, I was uh, in my, in 12th grade, right? Like final year of school, I was in 12th grade and you guys know 12th grade, right? Like you go, this is a final year of your studies. Many people have like exams. Um, they're going into like trying to get into the best universities or university or college or junior college or whatever. And in my graduating class, there was, there was uh, 60 people, 60 people in my, my graduating class. Um, and yeah, someone said public school is a jungle. Yeah, public school is a jungle. <laughs> I, trust me, up until year nine or so, going to a public school was, was uh, well, it was fun, man. It was fun. But from 10th grade, when I moved to that, that private school, different world, different world. Parents are different, a lot, of, a lot more pressure there. Very serious about education. Long story short, though, 60 students in my graduating class, guys, 59 of them, 59 of them, as soon as they graduated, it was like May when they graduated and then August or September, they'd start university. 59 out of 60 went straight to university. 59 out of 60. You know who the only one who didn't go to university straight away was? The only one. <laughs> you guys know who the only one was? Me. Yes, that was me. And my like i had this talk with my parents and 
I had to sort of convince him a little bit that, you know, I wanted to take a year and really focus on my football, right? I really wanted to focus on uh, these certain dreams and ambitions, things I want to do. I, I want to I take some time to do this. In fact, I didn't even want to go to university. So that was never in my plans in the, in the first place. Like I, I knew all, what I wanted to do all my life pretty much. And that was, I know what my two passions were and that's football and, and like business, like creating apps and companies and things like that. So I already knew what I wanted to do, but to get this across to people, especially when you're in a private school environment or there's a lot of pressure on you with education, it's very difficult. It can be very difficult because people don't really understand. So I remember in my graduating class when the, like the school counselor and the, the principal would read out all these names, right? And he'd read out all these names and say, um, hey, George is going to the University of Columbia. Uh, Natalie is going to Harvard University. Um, Georgie is going to University College London. And like they drop all these names. Nick is pursuing, uh, pursuing his uh, interest in football. <laughs> and the, the whole, guys, like all the grades were there in the assembly. The whole school la like laughed, no joke, laughed. The, the principal, the counselor, I can't remember, like said that, all the hundreds of students in that hall and teachers laughed. Like they laughed at this, laughed, laughed, man, laughed. So what happened? Um, I was like, I was laughing too, because I was like, huh, what, can you, what can you do when everyone's sort of laughing and deci decision like that, you know? Why? But I had conviction in what I wanted to do. I had conviction in my dreams. I had conviction in my aspiration. I had conviction in this is what my heart said, and i got to go follow it. Um, and my parents supported me with that. And all these students, all, all my peers and stuff, they went straight to university. And I mean, this was like, what, eight years ago or something? Seven years ago, nine years ago, something like that. And they just like all straight did university. Um, I mean, I think it's too early to say where they are now, but obviously because of their good educations, many of them have like good jobs. Um, and probably they're really comfortable in their life and they can stand on their own two feet. Um, some of them work at like Google and Facebook and others work in, I don't know, for the White House, like really good positions and jobs and things like that, right? But, but you have to ask yourself sometimes, are they truly happy? Because if one person really wanted to play hockey, but their parents really, really pushed them towards playing, towards becoming a lawyer, or becoming a doctor, and they really didn't want to do that. You have to ask yourself sometimes, is that person really happy? And sometimes I meet these people and they see me now and they're like very envious of what's being created with Train Infected, with how the football progressed and things like that. And, and a lot of them say, oh, I wish I had the courage to have been able to do that. I wish I had the courage. But this is all about sort of the process and the journey, guys, of becoming going on this journey like a lot of people are going to say that they want to they want to chase their dreams but do they really have the courage to be able to say yeah like parents are saying this friends are saying this um society is saying this society is saying i should do that but do i have the courage 
to basically go against the grain. Do you have the courage to go against the grain? And a lot of a lot of people don't. Um, but like, what do you do? How do you be? How do you be so confident? How do you be so confident and and have the courage to be able to say, "Listen, this is what I want to do. This is this is what my heart says, and this is what's going to go on." Um, and this is very important, guys. If you've ever been through a situation, it's really important. So listen, listen carefully. If you're in this situation, you got to really ask yourself, like, how do you envision your life? Like, what do you want to be doing? Like, what makes you happy? And I believe that it's my personal belief. When you're young, when you're young, you have a lot of time to try things and, and do things in the world, try, test everything. Not everything is about money, it's not. You do need money to survive, you do need money to make a living, you do need money to look after family one day, but money is not everything. Um, and But your dreams, dreams are very important. And what you, your goals are very important. What you wanna chase is very, very important. So what do you do? You have to say, yeah, I wanna pursue this thing. If it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. If it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But and if it doesn't work out, well, you know. You know that it wasn't going to work out. Like, you know that, okay, this whole thing with football or this whole thing with hockey or this whole thing with this thing is not going to work out. But at least I gave it everything. At least I tried. At least I, I pursued this thing rather than being 30 years old or 40 years old looking at a game like this and, and saying to yourself, oh, I could have been there. Well, could you have been there? Did you ever try? And this is what you guys always got to like, got to kind of keep in mind. Like, if you don't go after what's in here, then are you ever going to be truly happy with yourself and what you want to do? But this is this is something that you always got to you always got to kind of you know consider. Um, and and when I was going through this whole thing, like. That's always what I kind of said to myself is like, I need to follow my heart. I want to follow my heart. And I know that it's going to be the right thing that wherever it leads me, if I do this, wherever it leads me, it's going to be a good thing eventually. Eventually a good thing will come because the world rewards the people that have courage and brave and are working hard towards something that they love doing, something they're passionate about. So, you know, that's uh, that's one thing. and. I think um, you've got to have that courage. And then secondly, the, the ability to be able to communicate this is also very important. So if you, if you get in this discussion and you're sort of talking about your plans for the future with your parents or friends or whatever, you just, you just need to be like clear and straight up. If your parents don't support you, you just got to figure it out, figure it out. If they really don't support you, and you try to convince them and you, you keep saying over months and months and months, listen, dad, listen, mom, this is what I, I really want to try this. I really want to do this. I really want to go through this. And they, they never come around and say, yeah, okay, whatever. yeah, cool, try it. Um, then you just got to figure out a way to sort of stand on your own two feet. Um, you know, make your own money, make your own way, try this thing, work towards it. And, and later, you know, if it doesn't work out, then later, you know, you can do something else or whatever. Go back into uni or do whatever you need to do. But 
take the time out to actually pursue this journey, yeah? Um, and do it on your own two feet so you're not on your parents' like budget, your bankroll, or whatever it is, the port, roof over the head, whatever it is. Um, but you gotta do it for yourself. You gotta do it for yourself if you have that courage, if you have that desire to go do something. If if the parents, if your parents do come around, then you gotta you gotta you gotta really respect them for that because it's not every parent. Every parent wants you to be safe and, and sound, you know? And a lot of parents see safe and sound as being in education or being a doctor or lawyer or something like that in, in, in consistent work. So if someone, if one of your parents have come around and say, yeah, we want you to keep doing this, then you gotta like give them that respect and always appreciate that because a lot of parents won't. At the end of the day, as you grow, grow older, as you gain more independence, it's all up to you, all right? It's all up to you. So um, that's, that's what uh that's what we say when we we talk about dreams your dreams your goals your aspirations things you want to chase and i'm going to leave it with this this picture guys if you guys see this it's a picture hold on it's a picture of uh an old man hold on give me give me a second here it's a picture of oops it's a picture of this see this the guy looking himself in the mirror when he's older. You see that. And sometimes you want to look at this picture just as a reminder. Think to yourself, when you're older and you look back on things, what's it going to look like? What's it going to be like? And that's why you need to be able to stand on your own two feet. And do what you need to do. All right, that's where we go with that. Let's get into some questions. Because, here we go, let's get into some questions. <clears throat> where do you live? Overthinking kills your mind. Uh, overthinking can kill your mind, for sure, yes. Take risks, yeah, important to take risks when you're younger, I think because when you've got the most time to do what you need to do. Take risks. All right, so let's get into some questions. Lee Shern, I shouted you out yesterday with, with some good questions, so I'm gonna answer this one straight up. The question is, What if you make it to a low tier football league and don't make much money? Is it better to find a better job? Well, uh, in terms of like professional footballers, guys, there's probably with, with professional footballers, like unless you're the top 5%, 10% of professional footballers worldwide, probably lower, probably like, Probably the top, if you're outside, let's say this, guys. If you're outside the top five leagues in the world for football, then you're going to need to work. <laughs> Once your career is over, you're still going to need to go work. Like many professional athletes, many professional, they become lawyers later. They become like bankers later. They become... 
I don't know, some work in the supermarket, like you need a you need a hustle, man. You need a hustle after your career's over. So that's why a lot of players, uh, when they're actually professional footballers and playing, they're actually doing work. They're working part-time or they're studying part-time as well. You know, even Juan Mata has a university degree. Uh, um, someone saying here, Zubal saying, Akin Fenwa, I think Akin Fenwa works while playing League 2, yeah. And, you know, so, yeah, it's important. It's important. It's very important. I mean, let's, let me tell you really honestly, guys, like, if you're playing outside the Premier League, you know, outside Bundesliga, you're playing in these lower leagues where the salaries are significantly smaller than <laughs> the Cristianos and the Gareth Bales and the whatever, Alexi Sanchez's of this world. Like a League Two footballer might make, like an average one in League Two might make anywhere between 20 to 40,000 pounds a year. A year, not per game, not per week, not per month, a year. Is that enough to support one's family? And like, I don't know, maybe they've got two kids, a wife and a mortgage that they've got to pay. Is it enough? Probably just, maybe just enough. Is it enough to thrive and really like go all out and buy a nice car and like live all your life? No, it's not. So that's, that's, uh, that's something you really got to keep in mind. All right, another question. Why do, here we go, why do players like Jack Wilshere never reach the coach's expectation? Uh, if you guys don't know who Jack Wilshere is, he's um, one of Arsenal's uh, best up-and-coming prospects of what, the last decade, probably between 2010 to 2015, he was like highly, highly, highly rated. And he had a, I remember one game I watched him, he played against Barcelona. I think he was only 16, 17 at the time, maybe 18, maybe 17, but he played phenomenally. Like he was one of the best players on the pitch and he was at Arsenal only, yeah, 17 at the time. I think they were at the new camp or the Emirates, I can't remember, but he was one of the best best players in the pitch in the Champions League game. So he was like one of the up-and-coming stars. Uh, and now he's you see Jack Wilshere is kind of he had a stint at Bournemouth. I think now he's at West Ham. I'm not really sure where he's playing. He's had a lot of injury problems. Why do players like that not reach expectations? They fall in fall out of love, uh, out of love with the game. Many times they fall out of love with the game or they get to a certain point where they're earning lots of money and they're just satisfied. So they want to enjoy it and not focus on football. Once you get to, to professional football level and you get to, to Premier League level, when everybody in the world knows who you are, he, can, he can't walk around his house or walk around his neighborhood anymore like without wearing a disguise. He can't go shopping anymore like or can't hang out with his friends as he used to. 
So when these things happen, when these changes happen in your life, sometimes professional footballers, they feel resentment towards having reached that level because you lose a little bit of your freedom and then you get injured, you get criticized with the press. All of these things happen when you're a professional footballer that you might lose a bit of love for the game and you don't feel like proving people wrong. You're sort of comfortable with the money that you're earning and you sort of just go from this going skyrocket to kind of up and a little bit down. You never really grow. And that's just what happens with, with a lot of players, um, you know? All right. Let's, uh, let's get another question. Extra pressure. Yeah. Benji says extra pressure, hundred percent extra pressure. What was your age when your teacher announced that? Uh, I was like 17. I was 17. Another question here. Let's go. Best friend, man, by the way. <laughs> okay, so I tried telling my parents that I want to become pro player, but they refused, and I've been hiding it ever since. Do you think I should tell them once? <clears throat> I don't think you need to always tell everybody about, like, what your dreams and your goals and your aspirations are. You don't have to tell them. If you can support yourself, if you have the time available to go do what you need to do, then you go do it. And, you know, if you keep doing it until you get to where you want to be, like, you know, do you have to tell them everything, especially when it comes to something that you know they don't necessarily support? Well, depends. I suppose it, you know, only if it really affects them, only if it, if it's, uh, only if you need to, I guess. Um, but that's a very personal thing, man. A very personal thing and, and something I can't really answer for you. You know? <clears throat> yeah, and Isaac, what if your parents still don't agree? Well, then you have to really ask yourself if you really have the courage and the desire to be able to proceed and go against what your parents say. And then if your parents don't support you at all, you just got to like, you got to find your way, man. You got to, because your parents don't run your life. At a certain point, you got to make your own decisions. So. My plan is to study uni abroad and football, Nick. What do you say about that? Hattie, I think that's a great a great thing. Many American players do it. Um, many European players do it as well. Dude, okay, here we go, Instagram. Dude, what do you think if you have only one year for your dream, which seems impossible, so should you can't even read this question but basically it says it's like is one year enough time 
to be able to do what you need to like go after your dream um no actually i don't even answer this question but basically is one year enough i think that's a question is one year enough no probably need five to ten years honestly to really see things through probably but you might be able to see things through after a month because after a month you realize that this this isn't for you or after a year you 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 know make it to a certain stage you got better i don't know you got to a milestone but then you actually didn't feel happy with it so you change but if you really want to see the journey through then it's more like five to ten years man yeah Lee Shun, I'm going to take this one last question and then we're going to, we're going to pause. <clears throat> the question is, is it more beneficial to face your realistic goals or your dreams? Is it beneficial? It really depends on you, Lee. Um, it, it's, it's, it's a very personal thing because for me personally, I think there's nothing more um, invigorating, something that gives gives me more energy than going after the biggest of dreams and goals and aspirations. The things that people say are impossible, I want to I want to do. I want to achieve. I want to accomplish. I want to do that. I want to I want to try and do that at least. That's what makes me feel 100% content with myself and everything I do. <clears throat> but for others, that's too, it's too, it's not what they desire. They might desire just, I don't know, being an accountant and then being an accountant for enough, enough time where they can finally buy a farm and then live a farm and uh, live on a farm and then raise the sheep and the cattle. And, you know, like maybe they just want to be a farmer or raise enough money to, um, um, have a farm one day maybe that's what they want to do and that's cool man that's fine as well but yeah personally for me what well, that's what gives me energy um but for others for most people they it's just can i can i do something a bit more realistic something that's not going to give me as much stress or pressure and just go for you know something that's a bit more in my reach maybe becoming an accountant or becoming a, uh, you know, like an employee of a company, whatever. So it's a personal thing, man, very personal thing. You got to kind of sit down and ask yourself, what, what is it for you? These are things where you need to start making your own decisions on what you feel good with. All right. Okay, guys, that's our, uh, that's what we're talking about today. Today was uh, all about the uh, parents. Tomorrow is the last day of this week for the 21 days of dedication. And then next week is the final week of the 21 days. Um, so for the, for the pen and paper crew that are still writing everything down, I would love to see your notes. Send us a screenshot at Train Effective on Instagram. We'd love to see the notes that you're taking, the pen and paper crew. Love to see the notes that you're sharing on Train Effective app. 
Um, got in a lot of new stuff that's coming there too. So if you guys have been listening this whole time and you still haven't downloaded the Train Effective app, guys, it's amazing. Uh, we've got a big, big plans for it. Thank you for all your reviews that you've been leaving. Uh, the five-star reviews, four-star reviews, 10-star reviews that you've been leaving with the Train Effective app on the, on the app stores. Um, yeah, thank you guys for that. So see you guys later. Stay effective and peace, guys. See you guys later. All right? Stay effective.